0: You're listening to the Quints podcast.
1: Just 7 weeks after directed state governments to increase the gap between two doses of Covishield vaccines to 6 to 8 weeks, on 13th May the Union Health Ministry once again announced further extension of the gap between the two doses to 12-16 to weeks, citing real-world evidence in the United Kingdom on vaccine efficacy. This recommendation was made by the National Export Group on Vaccine Administration for Covishield vaccine only. However, since the decision comes at a time when the country is facing a severe shortage of vaccines, specifically Covishield, which has been used to inoculate the majority of population so far, the change in vaccine dosage policy has raised a lot of curiosity, with many wondering if the decision is based on scientific data or is it to cover up the vaccine shortage in the country. So, to decode the Health Ministry's decision and the scientific data on which it was based, for today's episode, we spoke to Dr. Swapnil Parikh, a clinical researcher at Kasurba Hospital for Infectious Diseases, and Dr. Chandrakan Harya, a vaccines public policy and health systems expert. You're tuned in to The Big Story, the podcast where we dissect the headline-making news for you, and I'm your host, Emmat. Let's jump right into what does the science say about increasing the gap between Covishield doses. Earlier in February, when a 6-8 to eight week gap was advised, The Lancet published a study based on data from four different trials and found that the Covishield's efficacy was closer to 55.1% when the dosage gap was less than 6 weeks. The efficacy increased to 81.3% when the vaccines were administered 12 weeks apart. Another study, published in February again in the British Medical Journal, said that a single standard dose of vaccine provides 76% protection overall against symptomatic COVID-19 in the first 90 days after vaccination with protection not falling in this timeframe. And Now, India's National Technical Advisory Group on Immunisation held a meeting on 13th May and recommended increasing the gap from 4 to 6 weeks to 12 to 16 weeks. The group also suggested that pregnant women could be given the choice to take COVID-19 vaccine, whereas lactating women can be given the shot any time after delivery. But coming back to the point of increasing the gap, some reports which quoted officials who were present in the meeting said that the decision was taken as it was important to vaccinate more people with at least the first shot. Dr Swapnil Parik, a clinical researcher at Kasturba Hospital for Infectious Diseases, weighs in on the science behind extending the intervals of Covishield doses and whether it was the correct decision to be
0: made. There have been a few different reasons why we have had to take this decision, why the government has taken this decision to delay the second dose of Covishield. The most important reason is the catastrophic shortage of vaccines In our country right now, we don't have enough vaccines to cover the population we need to cover. And therefore, in such a time of scarcity, it makes sense to vaccinate as many people with at least one dose as possible. There there is science behind this as well. There have been a few studies now that have shown that the efficacy of the Covishield vaccine, that's the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, increases when the time gap between uh, the two doses is extended from four weeks to 12 weeks. That being said, the US trial of AstraZeneca, which was, in my opinion, the best trial, best RCT that has been performed on AstraZeneca, showed great efficacy even with the doses at four weeks. Considering considering that India is in such a vaccine shortage uh, crisis right now, and that there are other studies to show that efficacy increases when we space the doses out. It makes sense. Additionally, we also have world-world data, which now shows that one dose of the AstraZeneca vaccine actually has a big impact on hospitalizations and deaths. In uh, in a study, in a, a post-rollout world-world effectiveness study in Scotland, I believe, the efficacy was, with a single dose was as high as 88% a recent report out of uh, Italy, and these numbers have not been reported in a peer-reviewed publication, and I take them with a pinch of skepticism, a pinch of salt. Uh, They said that there was a 99% efficacy, uh, effectiveness rather, against uh, hospitalization and 100% effectiveness against death with a single dose of AstraZeneca. However, I very much doubt that these numbers you know, are precisely what they have stated. But even if they are like 10% lower, that's still amazing. Even if it's 89% and 90%, that's amazing. The caveats for this are that India has a different population, has a very different setting with a lot more virus in circulation. We have different variants here. We hope that uh, the vaccine is as effective against these variants, but we need to do more work before we say that. And we also have A different manufacturer and a different cold chain here. So there are many different moving parts, many different variables, but the available evidence does suggest two things. A is that the efficacy increases when you space the doses out, and B that uh, even a single dose offers great benefit uh, and has good efficacy. So when we consider these two parameters and the shortage of vaccines, it makes sense to prioritize first doses additionally there have been modeling studies that have been done that have shown that uh, when three parameters are met so the first is the efficacy of a single dose uh, the second is the daily percent of the the daily number of vaccinations what percentage of your population is vaccinated per day and then the third is the age distribution of the population so if the efficacy of a single dose of the vaccine is above 70% or ideally if it's 80% and if the daily coverage of the population is less than 0.3%, then it can actually make sense under those settings for uh, this model to delay the second dose, irrespective of the vaccine. And as a conservative approach, this model also suggests the benefit can be maximized while reducing the risk if we ensure that while the second dose is delayed for everyone, it should not be delayed for those who are 65 plus so that this approach can actually be extended to covaxin also if covaxin single dose efficacy is above 70 percent then we could apply this second approach to that and continue with the current approach of 12 to 12 to 16 weeks for covaxin as we
1: stated earlier this is not the first time that the center has extended the interval time between the two doses when the vaccination drive was started in january the gap was four weeks then extended to six to eight weeks and now 12 to 16 weeks. I asked Dr. Parekh how exactly does a longer waiting time help in better protection? According to him, a longer waiting time may provide better efficacy in the longer run.
0: There are two main hypotheses. The first relates to priming and boosting. So when you get a vaccine, the first dose does what's called priming, that it sets your immune system up to respond the second time. It's not a complete response, but your immune system is primed. The second dose you take is the booster, where your immune system really reacts well to that. So with many vaccines, we have seen that when we space them out uh, a little bit, the impact of the booster improves. The immune system is more ready to respond to the booster. In some cases, you give it too soon, it might be still responding to the prime dose, you know, the first dose. It might be still priming. And when you give the booster, it may not be at the best time to respond to the booster. So one theory is that spacing them out, it allows you to respond better. The second theory, so the AstraZeneca Shield vaccine, it's an adenovirus vector vaccine, which means it uses a non-replicating adenovirus and a gene that represents the coronavirus's spike protein has been inserted into this adenovirus carrier. This adenovirus is harmless to human beings, or at least uh, it's safe and when we put this spike protein gene into it it induces a response against the spike protein so it, your body produces the spike protein and then the immune system responds to it now although this adenovirus vector is not replicating and is uh, in the vaccine is not replicating in your body the immune system still produces an immune response against it so your your immune system is responding both to the spike protein that the adenovirus was carrying Uh, that the gene the gene of the spike protein that the adenovirus was carrying and your immune system is also responding to the adenovirus so now when you get the second dose you already have some immunity against the vector which can make the second dose less effective it is one hypothesis is that by waiting for a little longer it's possible that your immune response against the vector has decreased so you're able to respond to it better
1: But was this decision also made to ensure everyone gets vaccinated with at least one dose of Covishield and give the manufacturer, Serum Institute, some room to breathe? Some members from the opposition party have also questioned the move. J Jairam Ramesh on 13th May tweeted, and I quote, First, it was four weeks for the second dose, then six to eight weeks, and now we are told 12 to 16 weeks. Is this because there are not enough stocks of vaccines or because professional scientific advice says so? Can we expect some transparency from the Modi government? End quote. White House Chief Medical Advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci also stated that the move is a quote-unquote reasonable approach and that an extended interval time is beneficial even from the efficacy standpoint. He stated, and I quote, the fact that you delayed that long, it is very unlikely that it would have a negative effect on the efficacy of the vaccine. I would not refer to it as a cover-up when you don't have enough vaccines. End quote. Dr. Chandrakant Lahariya, a vaccines, public policy and health systems expert, states that the policy should have been introduced earlier, given the vaccine shortage the country is facing right now, and the fact that other countries like UK, Spain and Canada have already implemented the same policy from the start.
2: So, what we need to remember is that vaccination programs and immunization schedules are always based upon technical guidance and operational feasibility. So, this is a combination of both. What we know that uh, when original study, clinical trial on oxford astrazeneca vaccine, which is COVID Shield, in India, was done, the suggested gap between two doses was four weeks. However, due to various reasons, the, some people were administered the vaccine at uh, six weeks, eight weeks, 10 weeks, and 12 weeks. And then when data was analyzed, it was found that uh, longer the gap between two shots, better the efficacy is. However, the original trial design was uh, based upon to keep the gap of four weeks, and the bridging trials in India were also done for the four weeks gap, and that's why originally this was approved uh, for four-week gap interval. Also, I believe that there is a there was an operational feasibility rationale that there were two vaccines which were being administered in the country. And... It is likely that policymakers thought that there should not be any confusion in the mind of the people and to keep the simplicity of immunization program, both Covaxin and Covishield were offered at the gap of four weeks. Over the period of time, the additional data emerged and even the World Health Organization recommended that gap should be increased to 8 to 12 weeks, but India continued to follow the original gap for some time before moving to 6 to 8 weeks. Now we, are no, we know that uh, countries facing some shortage of vaccine, and more people are waiting for the vaccine to be administered. Also, we know that number of countries, including United Kingdom, which kept the gap between two doses 12 weeks, and it has really worked at the, uh, at the ground level, and also uh, the outcome has been re- uh, really found satisfactory. Similarly, Spain and Canada and other countries are doing vaccination at 12 weeks a gap. So I would say that uh, this is a decision which uh, should have come a little earlier, but uh, it's, it's all right that uh, it is uh, it has been taken now and now gap has been increased 12 to 16 weeks. We know that a single dose of COVID shield provides reasonable protection and then uh, this opening up this vaccination, uh, this uh, or rather starting or changing to a new schedule will help in uh, making some of the vaccines, additional dose of vaccines available which can be administered at the first dose and we can hope, that this will allow some cushion time to the manufacturer to step up production and that will help the additional population protected. So I see this as a both a technical decision, which should have come a little earlier, but also help in operational feasibility or operationalizing the vaccination program to additional population.
1: The other vaccine which is being administered in India is Bharat Biotech's vaccine which was granted emergency clinical approval in January this year. Unlike Covishield, there is no publicly available data on efficacy of a single dose of Covaxin. The final phase three data for the vaccine has also not been released and there is no real-world data to examine the vaccine. For now, the expert panel has not recommended any change to the 28-day dosing schedule of Covaxin. Dr Laharya explains on why the gap between the two Covaxin doses was not extended by the panel.
2: What we need to remember that to vaccine dosing or dose schedule is determined based upon the findings of clinical trials. And the recommended schedule follows what has been done in the clinical trials. So we know that for co-vaccine, the clinical trial adhered to a single gap schedule, which was a four-week interval. And that's what has been recommended, and that's how it should be. We also know that what we study in clinical trials is a optimum and the minimum, both, gap between the two doses. It does not mean that a vaccine cannot be administered a longer interval after that. However, the preferred gap is uh, four weeks. So India already offered a window of two weeks uh, to be, for the co-vaccine to be administered. The other point which we need to remember in context of co-vaccine, that unlike uh, Covishield, which is a viral vector vaccine and which works in a different manner, co-vaccine is an inactivated or killed vaccine. What we know traditionally that inactivated and or killed vaccine require multiple doses and their dosing schedule or gap between the two doses is fairly uh, fixed. So uh, being an inactivated vaccine, it is very pertinent and relevant that uh, the full schedule is completed on time. And that's why I would say that it is not recommended that... Uh, the gap, uh, gap between two shots is increased for Covaxin. So it's not linked to the supply and which vaccine is major uh, or primary uh, vaccine for the population. It's more about the, the type of vaccine and the clinical trial findings. And it's a very different vaccine from Covishield and that's why the dosing schedule has been kept the uh, same.
1: But hold on, what happens if you miss or delay your second dose of Covaxin for any given reason? be it health or the more real-life scenario, a shortage of vaccines. Dr. Parikh states that delaying the second Covaxin dose will not have any significant impact on your body's overall response to the course of treatment.
0: To clarify, this is a hypothetical, a bit of a hypothesis, right? There's no, we don't have actual studies to say this is what happened in the study. Based on what we know of immunology and other vaccines, it's unlikely for there to be a significant impact in terms of your response to the overall cause. So let's say you take one dose today and then instead of taking the other dose four weeks later, you take it at 12 weeks. It's unlikely that your eventual response at 12 weeks is going to be less. It's possible it could even be greater, but we don't know. The downside is between dose one and dose two, you're not going to be as protected. Let me put it to you this way. Let's say we're delaying, in in option A, you take one dose today and the second dose four weeks from now. In option B, you take one dose today and the second dose 12 weeks from now. If efficacy improves after 12 weeks, you have greater protection. But between week four to week 12, you would have better protection with two doses than one. So you are trading off that period between week four and week 12 for a higher long-term efficacy, at least with Covishield. And Possibly also with Covaxin, we don't know, we don't have data. But that's what what I would think based on what we know with other vaccines.
1: A second recommendation by the expert panel, which is yet to be adopted, is on the waiting period of six months to take the jab after being infected with COVID-19. However, just two weeks ago on 1st May, the Health Ministry had come out with guidelines on post-infection vaccinations as well, stating that a jab can be administered two to eight weeks after symptoms have subsided the us cdc and the world health organization also do not specify a gap if you recovered naturally from covid however the cdc recommends that if you were treated for covid 19 with monoclonal antibodies or convalescent plasma you should wait 90 days before getting a covid 19 vaccine so what should be the gap after you are infected with covid dr laharia Wazin.
2: so this is very much uh, very much a similar situation what we are seeing in COVID-Shield. so while india recommended uh, a gap of four to eight weeks after natural infection with SARS-CoV-2, while the World Health Organization has recommended that person can wait up to six months after the natural infection before getting vaccine. We also have a few studies coming from different parts of the world which indicate that uh, after a gap of six months from the natural infection, nearly 80% of the people are protected from subsequent infection. So there is a scientific evidence to argue that uh, there is no need of vaccine at least up to the period of 6 months because uh, person is already protected india was following a policy of 4 to 8 weeks therefore uh, when the covid expert group or vaccine expert group has recommended the sh- new gap or new guidelines in this manner i think that's the right step to be done however i am a bit at- intrigued that why the gap which was after convalescent plasma therapy was similar as a natural infection 4 to 8 weeks has been still been kept at 12 weeks. Because at the end of the day, the person who received a convalescent plasma is also a person who had a natural infection. So he or she should be treated in a similar way as the person who did not receive a natural convalescent plasma. So I'm more intrigued by the gap uh, of 12 weeks, uh, which should have been ideally similar as 6 months. So But both moves are really uh, scientifically sound and can be followed by the people.
1: If you want to know more about COVID-19 vaccines and treatment, head over to the QuintFit and the Quinn websites. You can also catch all updates regarding COVID-19 on all our social media platforms. Till then, double mask up if you step out, maintain social distancing, and keep washing your hands. If you like listening to this episode, please subscribe to the Big Story for episodic updates. We are available on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, GeoSabin, and most of the other popular podcast streaming platforms. For other podcasts, please log on to the Quint website and for any feedback, please shoot an email to podcast at thequint.com.
0: Thanks for listening. Log on to the Quint's website and check out our other podcasts.